Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to the Carrie Faith on Purpose show, where we put your health and happiness as our number one priority. I'm your host, Carrie Faith, and I'll be sharing a weekly dose of inspiration and motivation to create your masterpiece called Life. I believe that with faith and inspired action, anything and everything is possible. And when you combine it with purpose, there is absolutely no limit to your success. I share my own personal struggles and triumphs while exposing global perspectives about happiness, health, and well-being. We combine talks around spirituality, psychology, and self-development to align your mind, body, and soul. Together, we connect, create, and transform from the inside out. Grab yourself a cup of coffee, tea, or if you're anything like me, a glass of water, or perhaps even some champagne, while we carry faith on purpose together. Hello and welcome to the Carrie Faith on Purpose podcast. I'm your host, Carrie Faith, and today I want you to just pause. Take a deep breath in and hold and release. No, we are not going to meditate today, but what I want to really focus on is all the good that has come out of this challenging, interesting, instrumental, unforgettable year where we could use a lot of different words to describe it, but there's been so many opportunities in the obstacles that have come our way. And the power of our focus is really what I want to draw attention to today. And not only about the power of focus, but it's November. And in the United States of America, we celebrate Thanksgiving. Yet I believe gratitude is my attitude. It's the best attitude to have. And gratitude should not just be saved for Thanksgiving. Therefore, I want to share my message and spread awareness around the facts and research around gratitude. So I thought that I could just pull out my old research paper that I wrote back in 2018. So it's been two and a half years ago that I completed my degree in psychology with an emphasis in positive psychology and human behavior. And I want to just share what I wrote with exposing the research around this because there's so much power besides being, quote, thankful on Thanksgiving. There's a lot of stuff that I'm here to share. So I am going to just expose what was uncovered in that year of 
2018, which still stands to the truth today and will help carry you into 2021 with full conviction and confidence and clarity and empowerment that we can achieve more than ever before despite having challenges such as COVID-19. Therefore, before discussing the idea of gratitude and its application in modern day, one must first understand the historical context of how and when certain types of positive emotions were integrated into the field of psychology. So this is going to be an episode around psychology and gratitude and its effect and influence on one's subjective well-being or overall well-being. Gratitude has been identified as a complex positive emotion known to be a fusion of more than one emotion as defined by the APA Dictionary of Psychology. Gratitude is deeply rooted throughout religions across the world. It's a global idea. While it is best known for evoking some of the most profound subjective experiences known to man. Minimally, gratitude is an emotion, emotional response to a gift. But it's so much deeper than that. Theologists from the beginning of time urged worshipers to develop these traits, although they never termed the word behind it, the theologists. In the Bible, a similar contextual idea of gratitude was referenced as giving thanks to everyone and everything around due to the will of God. But today, gratitude is an area of study within psychology, and it finds its way to university programs across America. It has been noted that gratitude interventions were touted as one of the first fruits of positive psychology, which, as you know, I love so very much. Um, Researchers proclaim that positive psychology has allowed the study of how people achieve well-being as an extremely important area of study. The field of psychology has become adept at applying the scientific method on behavioral change through its reliance on positive emotions such as gratitude to increase one's well-being which previously relied on religion, perhaps, or physiology to foster such emotions. But I want to remind you what truly psychology is. Through studying the history of psychology, um, psychology is more of a modern-day study. It started with philosophy, turned to, evolved to um, religion, philosophy, transformed into a more structured uh, set of beliefs with religion. And then religion was the root of a lot of psychology, actually. 
So dating back to religious context of giving things and appreciating the goodness in the world, one can refer to ancient philosophers such as Aristotle. Um, I'm sure you've heard of Aristotle. Aristotle never identified the term gratitude, although extensively studied eudaimonia, also known as happiness. It is imperative to understand the idea of eudaimonia because the goal of religion, philosophy, and psychology, they all have their foundations in living a life that exudes happiness. But what truly is happiness? Happiness is subjective. We get to define happiness. Eudaimonism, which predates Aristotle himself in modern contexts, translates to living life to its fullest while utilizing one's full potential and staying true to their inner, your inner self. So if you're wondering, you know, what and how you can actually optimize your positive emotions and feelings, it's utilizing your full potential and staying true to your inner self, that seed that was planted in you. And that's what I talk about here on the Carry Faith on Purpose podcast. As psychologists apply these theories to current day thinking, they are referred to as one's virtues or signature strengths, which I love to help people extract their core virtues and signature strengths through my consulting and coaching programs because to have a truly aligned business um, as an entrepreneur and as a solopreneur, we must really rely on the truth that lies within. That's where true alignment comes from. That's where true happiness comes from. And ultimately, success and wealth will come from. Um, back to the history of gratitude. Historically, the Thomas theory of gratitude would have perceived the different multidimensional layers of the state of emotion as a qualitative experience due to the perception of thought, which defines atomism, atomism itself. Um, my grandfather had a theory called spherology, which actually meant that everything in the universe could be broken down into one, which is an atom, which is a sphere. Therefore, gratitude is subjective, and gratitude could be even broken down to the theory of spherology, that everything is broken down into one feeling of being grateful. But since psychology is the study of the mind, gratitude can be studied by um, analyzing the neuroactivity of the brain as it relates to biological and biosocial evolution. The Thomas theory supports that the mind and body are fluid, as we talk about here on the show, that mind and body and soul are one and can be seen as two identities, two things that work together synonymously and ultimately become one, which is you and your seed and your purpose in the world, which kind of goes back to spirology, right? That everything can come back to being one. We are all one. Gratitude 
has taken on many different forms though throughout time and meetings within different areas of studies in the world. Um, and so has well-being, right? Because what's well-being to me is different than you. Therefore, gratitude amongst other concepts that envelope psychology today are referred to as human dispositions across many religions, including uh, Judaism, Christianity, um, within Muslim and Buddhist and Hindu, they all thought and affirm universal principles in the world, such as philosophies and ethical systems. Um, although, likewise, there are cultural differences in subjective well-being, which also raise the intriguing question of whether some societies are more conducive to happiness than others or conducive to happiness. And that's really what I'm out to do is to just uncover what is happiness, what is health, what is well-being, and what is this thing called purpose? Because it is very broad. And how can I help you with that? Um, in addition, it can be noted that children are not born being grateful. Rather, gratitude, like many other moral virtues, is learned through socialization and embedded in the culture in which uh, the children grow up in. Therefore, one could say that gratitude can be dependent on one's um, cultural identity, their age, their society in which they're born into. And I want to quote one of my favorite books, which is by Alan Carr, and it is um, The Study of Human Strengths and Positive Psychology. He, Alan Carr, identifies gratitude as having two dimensions. The emotional state of gratitude being thankful on a specific occasion, and then that is emotional state gratitude, so the emotional response to a specific occasion, or it can be a sense of a dispositional trait to be thankful. So are you just exuding that gratitude as being part of your personality? Or are you exuding a state-specific um, emotional state with being thankful for, you know, a gift or thankful for your birthday or a holiday or uh, lack of a better place to go, the election or, you know, being open, the world opening up again and international travel. That's more of a specific emotional state of gratitude, which versus a trait gratitude, which are those people like, I have trained myself to be optimistic. And it's a beautiful thing because we can train ourselves to be more optimistic. We can train ourselves personality. We can evolve our personality if we put time and energy into wanting that. And that's really what I'm here to activate people to do, to realize that your personality is not fixed. Your emotional state is not fixed. Everything in the world, everything is evolving and changing. And it's hard to see those moment to moment, the day to days. But when you look back over 365 days or 10 years, right, 3,650 days plus plus, you will 
see a change, whether it's a physical change, emotional change, psychological change, spiritual change, um, success change. We see change over a long period of time. And a lot of people don't stick to change because you don't see that result right away. Another book, which I very much highly recommend, and I'm sure that I have mentioned it in a previous episode, is Atomic Habits by James Clear. I love, love, love this book because, and I've read it three times, because I'm always looking for ways to optimize my health and well-being in my life and how to eliminate those things that are no longer serving me. Um, throughout the time, throughout the past year and a half, two years, I've read this book three times. And each time I've drawn something new, I've read it through a sense of fresh eyes. And when we can live life day to day this way, live life seeing the greatness in the trouble, the opportunities and the obstacles and just the meaning behind the pain and the failure is when we really do actually feel better on that physiological and atomic level. You might not see it right away, but it's there and it's happening every single moment of every single life in lifetime. Gratitude presents controversies though, as well as it's viewed as a dispositional trait or dependent on your personality or state such as an emotional state. If gratitude were an emotion, it would present an effect uh, which it would affect hedonic states of happiness. What is hedonic states of happiness? Hedonic states of happiness are those Um, pleasurable moments that we experience or things like a beautiful meal or a delicious cup of coffee or sex or drugs and rock and roll for lack of a better description. It's the things that we kind of look for soothing in the moment, but long-term is hedonic happiness really helping us evolve or you know if you reach for alcohol for hedonic happiness or chocolate or ice cream which I am guilty of the latter chocolate and ice cream and the former in my former life um, it hasn't always been long-term and sustained but if gratitude were an emotion it could affect anything and everything. The relationship between gratitude and happiness becomes more and more interconnected. And one, as research supports the study of positive psychology and one's virtues in association with positive well-being. And that really is according to uh, Martin Seligman, who has been the pioneer in positive psychology. One of the leading researchers today in subjective well-being is Robert A. Emmons. He's a PhD, and he is professor of psychology at the University of California in Davis. And he defines gratitude as, quote, an emotional state and an attitude toward life that is a source of human strength in enhancing one's personal and relational well-being, end quote. 
So if that's not enough to want to really embody this thing called gratitude, I'm not sure what is. It is a driving force and integrating gratitude into actually the academic field of psychology, um, integrating gratitude into your day-to-day life. And it has influence it has influenced the study of well-being as a salient concept in the field of researchers. Therefore, if research is supporting gratitude and its enhancement on one's overall well-being, don't save it just for Thanksgiving. Learn ways to do it each and every day. I know that Um, I have really been able to shift my mindset and indirectly shifted my physical health when I just became an optimist. I was a complete pessimist, never thought I was going to live past 30. And after living past 30, well past it and becoming a mother and making the lifestyle changes necessary I've learned to be an optimist. And in the past, I would have been the last person on the planet to be an optimist. But I feel like the people that struggle the most have and understand how important it is to appreciate the smallest things in life. So if you're struggling through this year of 2020 and not quite sure where or what 2021 is gonna bring you, I just wanna invite you into um, my Facebook group where we have the Gratitude is My Attitude Challenge, into uh, my accountability group, which is where your vibe is your tribe. We focus on gratitude, on optimism, on optimizing overall health and well-being and subjective wellness through having expert speakers and monthly and weekly meetups and just propelling you forward because through my five-step process of manifesting mindset mastery, letting go is the last step and letting go is really, really tough for people. Um, We all right here, right now in 2020, we must let go. Let go of what we came into the year and enlighten ourselves or lighten our load of what's holding us back because what worked in the past is not working now. And I'm here to bring together a group of just for lack of a better word, badass, experts, speakers, healers, leaders to not only learn from experts, but to be the experts in my community. So please click the link in the show notes, join my membership. And if nothing else, just let go. Let go of what no longer serves you, whether it is that piece of clothing, whether it's that relationship, whether it's the identity or the negativity or the bad habits, just pick one thing, one thing right here, right now, and let it go because it is going to lighten your load 
improve your overall well-being and just be able to appreciate the smallest things because it really is the small things make the biggest difference. I am here to lead and guide you on this journey called life. I am bringing together experts to do just that. So I look forward to connecting online, offline, or somewhere in between. Always, always, always carry faith that you can and will live a happier and healthier life. Cheers. Thank you for listening and investing your time with me because I believe we are all here to learn, grow, and evolve effortlessly into the future. If you enjoyed what was shared today, I encourage you to subscribe, rate, review, and share because together we can do so much more. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Carrie Faith on Purpose to find out more opportunities to uncover your deepest why.